Hey, kids, if you'd like for us to read your story, have your parents email us at thekidventurespodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to share your imaginative, crazy, and funny stories with all of our kid listeners. Now, let's get this podcast party started. Welcome to the Kid Ventures Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Goss, a homeschool dad and author of middle grade fiction, including the series The Traveler's League. I'm passionate about creative writing, and I want to spread that passion to others, especially you kids, through this new podcast where you, the students, the kids, are the stars of the show. So, you ready? Let's go! Each episode, we will hear from a young author who answers the question, what is your story? In today's episode, we hear from Christian from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Christian, and I'm 13 years old. My story is called Gamer Jack and the Banana Hack. Some of the things I like to do in my free time are playing video games, building Legos, and learning magic tricks. I'm excited for you to hear my story today. Thanks for listening to the Kid Ventures Podcast. If you love middle grade fantasy, you should get a copy of The Timepiece, a book by Nick Goss. The Timepiece is a true middle grade fantasy. It's a fun, clean, mysterious, easy read, fit for ages 8 to 12. But its unique storyline and thrilling twists will hook readers of all ages. If your 8 to 12 year old is a fan of Spiderwick, Harry Potter, the BFG, they are sure to enjoy this magical, humorous tale. Go to Amazon right now and get a copy of The Timepiece for just 99 cents. The Timepiece, book one of the Traveler's League series by Nick Goss. You can find links and details in the show notes. And we're back. But before we get into Christian's story, we have a short segment called What Are You Reading? This is a segment where we learn a little more about an author and some classic books that you might enjoy reading too. In this episode, let's learn a little more about Pam Munoz Ryan. My wife, Rihanna, is here joining me. Hey, Rihanna. Hello, hello. So uh, why are we picking Pam Munoz Ryan for the What Are You Reading segment? Well, one of the reasons I love homeschooling is that we can pick all of these amazing books to add to our curriculum and read through the school year. I bet our listeners in this podcast episode probably have parents that love books too, and the ideas shared through the stories. So Pam Munoz Ryan is an author that we have chosen in our personal homeschool book list for the stories that show the culture of different people throughout the world and history. Okay, what, what books are those? So we two that we've recently read are Esperanza Rising and Echo. Esperanza Rising is about a family from Mexico that had to flee to California and settle in a farming town during the Great Depression. Esperanza went from living in a beautiful home with all the comforts of a wonderful life to some pretty tragic things happening and they had to move to California and she became uh, basically a labor worker in some migrant farming camps in California during the Great Depression. So uh, I think the kids will like this book because Esperanza really shows how resilient children can be. 
There's even a part in the story where she's picked on by Marta, a kind of bully. Mm. I think any kid who's felt picked on will relate to Esperanza and her feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we read the book, we loved that each chapter, as this really creative that Pam Munoz Ryan did, she she titled each chapter as a name for a fruit. So, you know, being a labor worker in a migrant camp in California, they grew lots of different kinds of fruits and Uh, so, like, one chapter's called papaya and and things like that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, some of the fruits, their kids were like, what is that? <laughs> they didn't really know uh, some of the titles. So, we had a party after we read the book, and the food that we used for the party, we found uh, the different fruits. Yep. That were listed cool. in the book, and that That's was cool. that was what we ate for our party. Were they were you able to like just like go down to Kroger and get them, or uh, did you have, have to go to Publix? Oh, Publix, yes. Ooh, swanky, swanky. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, I um I, I love how Pam Munoz Ryan actually became an author. Mm-hmm. I love her story. Uh, she loved when she was a kid. She loved to read. She went to the library all the time, and uh, you know, like a lot of our homeschool community does oh yeah we go all the time oh yeah and, and uh, you guys are coming home with like new books from a different library like every other day <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's I like three have, different libraries I have that you five get library cards five. Oh my gosh some yeah all within an hour radius of our home that's awesome <laughs> well uh pam munoz ryan once she was grown up uh she had you know her, her four children were older uh she actually went back to college to get her master's degree in education because uh, she wanted to teach children's literature. She loved literature so much, she wanted to teach children's literature. Uh, but a few weeks before her graduation, a teacher pulled her aside and kind of planted the seed in her that she should think about becoming an author and a writer instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though and even though she went through a lot of rejections in her early years as a writer, she kept pursuing her dream and... Now she's authored, I think, over 40 published books. I think it's so inspirational. Oh, it's you, know, very... you, have, you have rejections, but you're not going to let somebody just tell you no if that's your dream. You know, once that seed was planted in her, she she went for it. I think it's great. And especially some of our listeners, some of these amazing young authors mm-hmm. that submit their stories to the Kid Ventures podcast. Yeah, I bet that they'll have some published books someday, too. Absolutely, for sure. Well, let's not keep them waiting too long before they can hear the story that Christian wrote for this episode. Uh, But before we head over there, uh, make sure you guys check out the show notes for some links to learn more about author Pam Munoz-Ryan and let us know what your favorite book is that she's written. And uh, can't wait to add it to my reading pile. Now it's time for our featured story. Kid Ventures Podcast proudly presents Gamer Jack and the Banana Hack by Christian. This story is dramatized and adapted for your listening pleasure by me, the narrator. Jack was a real person, a boy, who lived in a little brick house by the zoo. His dad was a zookeeper, but Jack didn't think that was very cool. He was more into video games and spent all of his time, when he wasn't in school, playing his favorite video game of all time. The name of that game was Plumber Rescue. Aw man, I love Plumber Rescue. Indeed he did. He loved it so much, in fact, that he fantasized about how he would spend his upcoming summer break 
devoting each and every day entirely to the mastering of that most epic video game. Yes, when he wakes up, he'll jump into his shorts and throw on a t-shirt. Then he'll run downstairs for a quick breakfast of sugary cereal. Then he'll get on his gaming computer and lose himself in the thrilling quests and action of Plumber Rescue. When lunch rolls around, he'll hit pause on his game and scarf down his peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Then he'll practice his guitar. Boring. After that, he's back on the gaming computer, crushing bosses and unlocking new levels. At dinner time, his parents will have to pry his hands from his keyboard, unplug his PC, and apply a cold compress to his dry red eyeballs. Then Jack will go to bed, and when his mind finally settles down, he'll fall asleep and have sweet, sweet dreams about playing more Plumber Rescue and beating the game. Confetti will fall from the sky and people will cheer his name like a hero, and the mayor even gives him the key to the city. Yes, that is how Jack planned to spend each and every day of his summer vacation. Now we go over to Fred. It was rumored among the scientists of the town that human beings and bananas shared 50% of the same DNA. These scientists wondered if it was indeed true that human beings and bananas were half made up of the same stuff. To test this hypothesis, they began a series of experiments in their dark, secret, underground lab. First, they scanned a human being. Scanning. Hairless man monkey known as human. Scan complete. Then they scanned a banana. Scanning. Delicious yellow yum yum fruit. Scan complete. Then the data from the computer scan was entered into their top secret experiment equipment. Now, it was really, really dusty in that dark secret underground lab, and one of the scientists was allergic to dust. When the dust particles floated into his nostrils, he suddenly lost control of himself and violently sneezed. But when the scientist sneezed, he bumped into the lab assistant, who had just returned with a cup of piping hot coffee she had been asked to brew. The coffee mug was knocked clean out of the assistant's hand and fell onto the control board, specifically onto the big red button. The super top secret equipment fired a high voltage laser ray, hitting both the banana and the human, mutating them together. Ew, gross! That is just wrong. So nasty. The scientists celebrated the accidental discovery by taking a lunch break and eating some bananas the lab assistant had brought in a little fruit basket. The living banana man opened his eyes and saw them eating. Eating bananas. His brethren. He jumped off the experiment table and fled in terror and rage. He broke out of the lab and grabbed a laptop on his way out. Now, being of super-enhanced intelligence and high in potassium, he quickly built a router out of tin foil, a discarded shoelace, and a pack of gum. He could now connect to the internet and get his revenge on humanity by hacking into their computers and ruining their lives. He roamed the streets, hiding in alleys, and twirling mattress store signs for a little extra coin. He called himself Fred, and Fred 
vowed that he would get revenge against all humanity for eating his brothers and sisters. And he would do it by destroying what humans love most of all, video games. Now, back to Jack. About time, jeez. Well, I had to be thorough with the backstory. Yeah, well, the story is about me, you know. Yes, yes, we all know that. Look, I don't have time to argue. Can you just... I'm trying to tell the story, sir. Yeah, my story. If you're done interrupting... Good. Anyway, Jack woke up on the first day of summer break. The day started just as he imagined it. But halfway between breakfast and lunch, his game began to glitch. His player wouldn't do what he wanted it to do. The screen would blink on and off, and suddenly, the game crashed. What in the world? It happened again that afternoon. And the next morning, and the next day, and the next day, and the next, and the next, and the next. His game crashed several times every single day for a whole week. Ugh, I hate technology. Me too, Jack. Me too. Banana? Oh, yes, thank you. After a whole week of frustration, Jack finally declared that he was going to debug his computer and find out what's going on. I'm going to debug my computer and find out what's going on. Jack ran a program to figure out why his computer was crashing when the computer replied, Your computer is being hacked. Furious that someone would try to hack his game and steal his happiness, he dug deeper. He discovered that the hacker's name was Fred when the computer replied, the hacker's name is... The hacker named Fred is hacking your computer. Species living banana. Jack is like, what in the world? What in the world? Jack does a quick address search online. Nothing comes up. But he does see a local news report about a strange living banana roaming the streets, carrying a tiny laptop. He thinks, Whoa, that's weird. And tells his computer to pinpoint the location of the device that has been hacking his video game. The computer finds the location and Jack sends it to his phone. Jack then throws on some pants, finally, and takes to the streets. He follows his phone to the city park and finds Fred, the living banana man, walking around with his tiny laptop. Jack is determined to destroy that laptop and teach the mutant banana a lesson. But he needs a little energy first, so he scarfs down a banana. Fred spots Jack approaching and sees him eating that banana and goes into a rage. He attacks Jack and does a little banana jitsu. Hey. Then a flying banana kick. Hey. Then the slippery slap. Hey. And finally, the banana slam. Yeah. Jack is out cold. Fred steals his phone and runs off victorious. When Jack wakes up, he realizes that his phone has been stolen, so he can't track Fred. Luckily, his house is right next to a zoo. And, as mentioned earlier, his dad works there. So the next morning, Jack goes to work with his dad. And when he's not looking, he steals his dad's zookeeper keys. He frees all the monkeys and gorillas and leads them to the park using a wheelbarrow full of bananas. In the park, Jack gives the bananas to his primate army and lets them roam free. A bunch of loud howler monkeys and chimpanzees find Fred and chase him. Fearful of the monkeys, Fred ends up leaving behind Jack's phone. Jack follows the monkeys, gets his phone, and lets the monkeys take care of Fred. 
But Fred does banana jitsu on the monkeys, hoping they will leave him alone. Fred is able to fight off the monkeys and defend himself, but banana jitsu don't work on silverback gorillas. Poor Fred. Fred is gone. Fred is no longer a thing. Fred was devoured that day by silverback gorillas, and all that remains is a giant slippery yellow peel that is currently being used as a slip and slide in Jack's backyard. Jack discovers that slip and slides are fun, but they're still not as fun as plumber rescue. And Jack lives happily ever after until school started again in the fall. The end. Can you believe how awesome that story was? I can't believe it. Oh, it was so good. I loved the characters. How did he come up with the antagonist being a banana mutant? That's crazy. Man, well, listen, kids, we're going to sit down with the author here in just a minute. We're going to talk to Christian himself right after this. Stick around. Jimmy is a homeschooler. Jimmy loves to tell stories and dreams of being a famous author someday. But poor Jimmy has no idea how to turn his story ideas into an actual book. Don't worry, Jimmy. Nick Goss has a free six-video series on YouTube called Writing Tips for Kids. Ask your parents' permission to subscribe to the KidVentures YouTube channel. There you will find the Writing Tips for Kids videos that will show you all the steps you need to take your ideas and craft them into a book. You'll learn everything you need to know about creating characters and story structure, and even how to come up with great story ideas. Writing Tips for Kids on the KidVentures YouTube channel. And we're back with Christian. Hey, Christian. It's Nick, your dad, from the Kid Ventures Podcast. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. So, you know, each episode we'd like to get to know a, the author a little bit better. Uh, tell us about yourself. How old are you? I'm 13 years old. Awesome. And where are you slash we from? Uh, we're from Nashville, Tennessee. Very good. So your story, Gamer Jack and the Banana Hack, is so wild and imaginative. How did you get the idea? Well, when I was trying to write this, I thought I was kind of contemplating. I couldn't really figure out what the antagonist was going to be. So I'm like, maybe I should make him a living banana. I'm just like, ah, that'd be hard. And I'm like, but, but humans and bananas do share 50% DNA. Is that true? Is that a real fact? I think so. For reals? I'm pretty sure. Where did you learn that? From a book my sister has. Really? That is so interesting. Dude, well, look, I absolutely loved telling your story and appreciated your help, of course. Thank you for sharing your imagination with us and the Kid Ventures podcast listeners. Keep up the great writing, buddy. I love you. Love you, too. All right, bye. Bye. Hey, kids, if you're listening and you have a story that you'd like to submit, have an adult, go to our Kid Ventures podcast page on my author website at nickgoss.com or have them send us an email at thekidventurespodcast at gmail.com. I can't wait to read your story. Also, let me tell you about our online community at Patreon, parents. Our VIP members will receive a letter in the mail. Yes, the actual snail mail. We will physically mail you a letter every month from the Kid Ventures Podcast team. 
This printed newsletter will have fun writing tips and prompts for your kids, submissions like poems and pictures from our listeners, and also a note from me, Nick Goss, and the rest of the Kid Ventures podcast team. You can also join us each month for a Zoom call and get early access to new podcast episodes. Check out the show notes for all the information and links. That's it for this episode, kids. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to tell your friends about the podcast and leave us a good review on iTunes. Also, if you're a parent, we'd love it if you check out our Patreon page and join our community. This is Kid Ventures Podcast. See you next time.